talking about today is basically a reflection on the year 2021. And we have a few questions here to guide us on what we're going to be talking about. Um, I think as a Mariam, I think we should do a general overview of just what the year has been like and then we'll go into the question. And for me, I think that one of the major themes for this year for me has been letting go of control and being more present and more open to things that I did not plan because I like to plan. In the past, I used to see myself as somebody who could see the future. I know that it sounds ridiculous, but I had that. I could I could sit and be able to see very far. But then this year, it felt like I lost that power and I just stopped seeing as far as I used to be able to see. And that threw me off a lot. And it's caused me great discomfort. But I would say that as the questions will get deeper into those things as the questions progress. And I'll give you more insights into just how I was able to cope with it at the end of the day. But yeah, that's that's what 2021 has been like. I wish, you know, how I used to say it, Mariam, is that 2021 was supposed to be like the redemption year for, for 2020. It was supposed to be like, oh, we're at home and now we are set free in 2021. But COVID was like, no, <laughs> my dear, <laughs> you sit down in your house, <laughs> you can't do anything, you'll be in your house, yes. And then I just, I feel like 2021 is just like the weird, awkward younger brother of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, let me over to you. Do your own broad overview of the year. Um, hmm. 2021 for me was kind of different in the sense that, um, let me put it this way. 2021 for me was like, um, was more of learning, unlearning and relearning. So I have to like, grow up. Yeah. And uh, I have to like, appreciate the things I did. I have to like appreciate um the how do I put it? The um the things in my life like okay the 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 um the things that I've been enjoying like prior to now like for me twenty twenty one was more of learning, unlearning and relearning because I just I just had to grow up and view things from another aspect, okay? I had to like go twenty twenty one was more of going into the world. <laughs> okay. you, you, they cut you loose from the apron strings and they said, Fly, my daughter, fly. was <laughs> going into the world, like and it was just like, you know, during Hamatan or during winter, you're inside, the eater is up and the eater is on, so you're warm. But the moment you just try to like step a foot outside, you want to roll back in, like, I'm not doing it again, I'm not doing it again. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was how 2021 was for me. Um it started on on a very, very high note and uh yeah. um, <sighs> it went into the mud. <laughs> But uh, 21 was a lot. 
And let me not forget, breakfast was served. <laughs> ah. I don't think that we're going to be able to guess that on this podcast episode. No, 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 no. But, no, no, no. <laughs> reflection on the year 2021 and just talking through the year and our experiences in the year and what we learned um as it as a whole from the year and so we have a list of um questions here that we're going to go through to just make the process easier and um more interesting to follow so the first question i'm going to be asking um is what is something you did this year that you think you remember for the rest of your life. So, Mariam, please go ahead. Uh, thank you, Mariam. Um, for me, I think the major thing I did this year was like taking a leap. You know, taking taking a very long footstep. You know, there's this thing. I don't know. There's this thing that Koreans used to say: "Long leg, ajushi." <laughs> It was like <laughs> taking a very long footstep outside mm-hmm. my outside my comfort zone. Yeah, and that was me. You know, twenty twenty one started started with me leaving my country to another one, like for study. Mm-hmm. That was it for me, basically. So it was twenty twenty one. The major major thing that happened for me for twenty twenty one was like taking a leap, like, leaving my comfort zone, my family, my friends, you know, and um, going into another country with, um, where I I practically don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, it was just me, my head, and my <laughs> God, you know. <laughs> so I had to, like, make new friends, you know, the culture shock, the, it was, it was a whole different Entirely, entirely, and um, it took me a while to kind of blend in. Don't worry, we'll still talk about that. <laughs> we'll still talk about that. But basically, okay, the first thing that happened to me when I left Nigeria was like, okay, when I was leaving, I was like, at first, you know, just of uncertainty, I did not want to leave Nigeria. I did not. I'm not. I'm not the kind of person that would want to leave a comfort zone. I'm always okay. My comfort zone. I just want to be. De- I don't like stress. I, um, I think I like to think I'm a very soft girl. So I don't like. I don't like stress. So it was very hard for me to make up my mind to leave my country. So when I was leaving, it was my first time taking an like taking an aeroplane. There was me. I used to be scared though. If I'm going anywhere in Nigeria, they say I should take aeroplane. I'm like, ah, what if this is to go and crash? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm so rad. Like, okay, what if this is how I can't? No, I mean, I'll take, I'll take bus too. But, you know, you can't take bus to Canada now, can you? <laughs> so, I had to, like, take that. I had to, like, I entered the airplane for the first time. And, um, at first, when I was, like, my brother was, like, okay, after the first time, uh, you should, you should, uh, you should go for the window. So, I was, like, I'll not be seeing, not the birds flying. Me, I'm not doing, uh, me, I'll be scared. But eventually, 
when I entered the when I entered the plane and um the plane was like taking off. I was feeling dizzy, like I was seeing stars. But the guy beside me was like, Oh, you did your first time? I was like, Yeah, I was like, I was like, Yeah, this is my first time. I was like, Breathing without, breathing without. The guy really helped a lot. And <laughs> the guy really helped a lot. See, see, I'm a local champion. I'm a local champion. So the guy was like, Breathing without. But eventually, after he took off, throughout the journey, it got better. And then at some point, I was even looking, I was staring outside the distance. I was looking through the window, staring at the clouds and all that. And another thing was when I landed, my my parents had told me probably in Nigeria that, okay, oh, Mariamo, don't, uh, what's it called? Mariamo, you're going during winter and winter will be like at the peak by the time you get there. So you have to take a like, winter jacket. I just entered one nonsense market like that near my house. I bought that jacket. I'm like, oh, this jacket is so thick. Oh, no, no. When I got to Piercing Airport, Mariam, <laughs> I stepped out like this. The cold was massive. Like, I ran back inside. I, I'm not doing it. I want to go back home more. I started crying. <laughs> I ran back inside. I mean, I'm not, I left my boxes. I ran back inside. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm like, what I was coming from? I was my mommy, my daddy. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> so, the uncle that came to pick me at the airport was like, What's wrong with this girl? <laughs> you might have one of the oh, this one is a daddy's child, dad and mom's child. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So basically, 2021 for me was like was more of learning or learning and relearning stuff. So over to you, Maria. Yeah, so um <laughs> that was actually really funny, you were crying. Anyway, <laughs> my I think my 2021 really was also about like you said, just learning or learning and relearning things. And I would say that one of the things that I would forever remember is, I guess, the overarching theme of the year for me, which was letting go of control. And so I remember that 2021 was the year that I learned that I lost my superpower of control. So that's one. But the other thing is that I I was able to create a a group and guide a group throughout the year and see how people's lives changed, like watch people change over the course of a year just by having the right kind of guidance for them. And so those are two things that I would say that really stick out for me this year is losing the like losing the superpower of control that I used to have and creating something that actually changed people's lives that people are people tell me that I changed their lives which is really odd to hear oh, but I know like I still I, still, it, I mean like I, I still say that in my mind I'm like no there's no media talking about nice <laughs> And so yeah, that that is those are two things that really really stick out to me. That I know I will remember. And uh, you, you mentioned like you've been a relationship coach or something. Oh yes, yes. In case people didn't understand what I meant, so I'm a relationship coach here, and I created a membership club that basically teaches women self awareness, self you know self discovery, confidence 
so that they can become the best version of themselves. And that will make them be able to choose better partners and be better people in relationships generally. And so the club basically went through 12 months. It's going to be open again in starting from February. So you can start, people can sign up from January. But that's even another thing entirely. But, um, but during the first round and seeing how much people's lives changed in 12 months, I feel so excited to share it again with another group of people. Do you get? Because in my yeah. mind, I'm like, if these people's lives could change, like, it's like, imagine more people's lives changing. That's like really mind-blowing. So I would say that that really stuck out to me this year. And I, I will forever remember it as the first time I actually did something like that. And it worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's good to hear. I mean, congratulations, Brian. Thank you. And you know, there's this thing that most women have, like most uh, professional women have, it's more like uh, imposter syndrome. Yeah. So you feel like, okay, you can't do this. No. And it keeps like, you know. It's not even like, I can't do this. It's like, who am I to be doing this? I, I think that that's yeah, actually. Imposter syndrome. Yeah, I think that is what because how, how can you say who are you to be doing this? I mean, I who are you to be doing this? <laughs> I, I know, right? I know, right? And it's interesting because that's what I teach people. That's how that's what I actually teach people to not do. And I find it within myself, and it just goes to show that at the end of the day, we continue to be work in progress and we deal with different the same issues just at different levels. I tell my clients this all the time. Is that one of the one of the disservices that the school system did to us is that they made us learn something and leave it in the last class. And so you're not really learning it again. And if you had to retake a class, it meant that you there was something wrong with you, that you were not brilliant enough and you had to repeat that class. But the essence of life is that you're learning the exact same lessons over and over again at just deeper levels, higher levels, lower levels, at different levels. And and I think that is also the, the beauty of life is that you can actually think about the last time that you went through something and give yourself hope that if you could go through it that first time, you can definitely go through it again. And that there's nothing wrong with you if you keep needing to learn the same lessons over and over again, because that's just what life is. So yeah, I, I, I think it's, 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 it's amazing to see how the teacher also needs to be taught one of your very very interesting things of life <laughs> all right so yeah. yeah um what is something you accomplished this year that you're proud of like uh Mariam, i want you to go first on this mm. i think figuring out and this just happened this month here. Yeah. Like my whole thing, like this this particular part happened this month. But it was it was basically just figuring out what the point of this year was and making peace with it. I think that that was the thing I that I'm I'm proud of it and I'm actually very grateful to God about it because I spent a very a very huge part of this year trying to figure out what was happening and me realizing what actually was happening made makes it makes me feel like oh I have achieved something 
And I'm sure that the people who wrote these questions were thinking about an accomplishment. But I already talked about what sticks out to me. And those are some of the things I find that are my accomplishments. So, so, um, so the, the success of the club, definitely an accomplishment for me. Nah, but yeah. just me, generally, is being able to figure out what the point of the year was. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and, and I promise you, it can only get better from here. Yeah. That's it. It's not a good place for you. So for me, my accomplishment this year, it's, I'll be tilting towards the academic side. The baddest. <laughs> <laughs> my accomplishment this year. I mean, who is that? So it's mine. That's not speaking with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> but, you know, we'll be keeping it from your back, most or not. But uh, my, I have three major accomplishments this year. Why are you saying it like that? Accomplishments, madam. Use your words. Accomplishments. Yes. This year. Three well, major well. ones. Um, the first one, um, I I graduated and I, I came here to study uh, cybersecurity. And I graduated, you know. I mean, my, so let me, let me tell you guys my CGPU. Ah, so your CGPA was was breaking records. So let me tell you my CGPA, you know, but my I don't want to be doing it yet. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, no problem. We know, we know that you are brilliant, so that's okay. We, that's it, that's it. And that's and that's huge for me because, uh, coming from OHU, where I had extra year. That one is. <laughs> <laughs> That was a lot that, to that, that that particular one is an it needs a whole episode in itself. Honestly, man, there's a lot to talk about. But okay, my first we'll get there, we'll get there eventually. My first accomplishment accomplishment this year is um getting um graduating and um I studied cybersecurity. My second accomplishment is um is um I took um two professional exams this year. Uh, the first one, um, System Security Certified Practitioner for ISC two, and then I passed. <laughs> I passed. I was, I was, I was scared because you need two years experience as a security professional before you can take the exam. But I had, I had, I think I had less than six months experience. I took the exam and I passed. Oh my god, I'm so proud of myself. And um, the third one is um, I took uh, the junior pay testing exam professional exam so and yes i'm so proud of myself i passed it too and the exam was to last for like 72 hours yeah. i took it for let me say i think i, I used 32 hours or more but i, was, I used 32 <laughs> hours <laughs> and i passed it so yeah. i mean my please give me a round of applause I wish we had all those ma- uh, machines that had round of applause I would have given you, but just know that in my heart, like I'm dancing up and down for you. I'm very I, proud. I, I knew when you do, I knew when you were doing some of these things, and in my mind, I'm like, my arm is doing well. You know, my older brother said, my older brother said, I don't brag enough. <laughs> <laughs> so this is me, you know. I'm leaving that because I mean. Mayam, you're doing good. I'm doing well, and it's only get better from here. So let me brag some more. I did that. I did that. <laughs> and um, moving on. Um, I hopefully 2022 we are we accomplish. I mean, I'm I'm bad with spelling with pronouncing these accomplishments. 
<laughs> I hope you accomplish uh, something better and greater. I mean, I trust. I mean, Mariam, see, see, ah, Doctor Mariam, you, you and I know you are good. You and I know that in fact. While bragging about you, yeah, can you say that I've kept quiet? Because I have to let you do your bragging. Me, what? Ah, please, oh, I'm very gentle. Maya, Maya, Maya. If not yes. that, I don't want to be, I don't, I don't want to, like, I don't want to, I don't know. Were you not the youngest? <laughs> youngest graduate from your school? Like, when you graduated at the dentist? Were you not the was youngest? I, or was I, were you not the youngest? Was I the youngest? Well, I think you were the youngest. In my, in my set. I think yeah. so. But in, my, in my class, definitely. Yeah, you, <laughs> were the, you, you were the youngest. And I mean, it's not as if they now gave you a, a let my people go graduation. No, now, if you know what I mean, you know these things. Yeah, and I know these things. I mean, how can people That's want to go? That's what I'm here for, please. That's what I'm here for. Okay. Okay, don't worry. <laughs> I, 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 I should not let them know. We don't want them to know that you, 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 you know these things. You don't want them to know that you want it. Moving on. Let them them find out slowly. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. So the third question is, what was the nicest thing someone did for you this year? Uh, I should go first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Nicest thing. Okay. I've, I really... Uh, enjoyed people's humanity this year and um, mm. for some reason I keep asking myself what have I done so, like what have I done so well in my life that people are showing this much um, gracefulness towards me I mean sometimes I just sit down and be like okay could it be that my parents were doing something right could it be like because to be honest I really enjoyed people's gracefulness throughout the year and then um it 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 spans across you know different tribes religion culture and all that and um I'm grateful for that to be honest um I really you know I can't where do I even start from you know sometimes I used to like Allah love no not that I used to feel like I know Allah loves me <laughs> honestly because you know Sometimes, you know, there are some situations whereby you feel like, okay, there's no way out of this. There's no way out of this. And then all of a sudden, you know, something will just come up and you're like, okay, this is the way out of it. And I'll be like, okay, why why, why was I even worried? You know, mm. people have did a lot of things for me this year. People have did a lot of things. Was it when I first came in? I did not know. I I brought my laptop charger. I did not know that the socket here is different from the one we used to use in my contract. So <laughs> I got the first, you know, I got there. I wanted to charge my laptop. Okay, let me because then I was working on my uh, my um portfolio website. So I was like, okay, because I was in isolation. I was like, okay, let me start. Let me continue coding what I was coding before, and then I could not charge my system. I was like, what's going on? Like, oh, this the um the the charger is different, and the person bought it for me. A lot of things, a lot of things. Is it people dashing me money? Because me, I love when people dash me money. People dash me money. People dash me money. No, the shelter and all that. I mean, I'm grateful for a lot of things. Is it? I really enjoyed people's 
people's good at a lot, Vivian. I hopefully I'm praying that God uh, God helps me, and um, God I pray God helps me so I so I can benefit others too. Amen. Yeah, and pay it forward. Yeah, amen. I think I'm actually grateful for this. Like the nicest things people have done to me this for me this year is actually extending me a lot of kindness. Like you said, like you also said is somebody like people doing different things from people um people oh my god i just remembered i had gone to, i went to a restaurant and i remember that before i left my house that day that was like the first outing i was actually consciously going for and i prepared my mind for because i don't like going out and i remember that as i was leaving my house i already calculated how much um boats would be if you don't know what boats is boats is like uber and yeah. I calculated the fees and I calculated how much money I wanted to spend at the restaurant and it was quite some money. And I remember that I, I had journaled about it and I and because I have a letter to a large letters to a large journal that I write. So sometimes I don't do it all the time, but a lot of times I, I try to. So I, I I basically write like I'm talking to Allah. And I remember that that morning I calculated how much money I was going to need. And then I thought, okay, yeah, I'll have just provide this money for me um, through sources I would not expect. Me being a controlling human being, as I've made known earlier, I was I was already thinking about, okay, when Allah wants to answer this prayer, maybe he's going to send me clients that is going to come and pay for a session and I'll be able to use the money. And anyway, that didn't really happen. And I got to the restaurant. I, sat by my, I initially sat in a, in a seat that was supposed to be for four people. And then I just asked the rest, um, the waiter that well, did they have other seats that had space? And so he said, okay, I should come and sit in a, a two-seating chair. And so I sat on one side and I was facing the entrance. And I remember that there was this, it was a Friday. And so there was this um, older man who had worked, like who was working towards me. And then he just said um, salam to me. He said assalamu alaikum. And I said alaikum salam. And then he asked me if anybody was sitting with me or if he could sit with me. And in my mind, I was like, Daddy, I did not own this restaurant. So why would I tell you not to sit with me? <laughs> and then he sat and then he was talking with me. And I really like people. So it was easy to hold a conversation with him. He talked about his work. He talked apparently even knew some of the people that were teaching my younger brother. Like it was a very nice conversation with somebody I didn't ever know before. And by the time we were done, um, they they brought the bill, and this I watched this man count, like pay for me basically. And he, you know, if he had paid with card, I would not have seen it. It would have just been a transaction. But he actually brought out cash from his pocket and he counted it in my presence. And I kid you not, as he was counting the money, Mariam, I wanted to shout, I wanted to shout, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> because in my, you know how you would see your prayers be answered in in 5d i feel like allah gave me that as a continue controlling things continue continue trying because this man counted the money in my presence and i was shocked and then he paid in fact he collected my number he checked on me till i got to my house it was wow. just so kind. Another person called me um, called me for a new job. Another person, like, people 
offered me genuine friendships, like all those wow. kinds of I've got your back kinds of friendships. So people were, I think, when we open our hearts to people and we expect the best from people, and we are actually good people ourselves, I I think that you actually see the best in people. So it's not like as if they, you'd also not have bad experience with people, experiences with people. But I think that if you are generally open to people, then it makes it easy for people to also be open to you. So I, I would say that people were really, really nice to me. I'm really, really kind. Really, really kind. And I'm very grateful oh, for that. That's why, <laughs> when people, that's why when people say there are no nice people in the world, I'm like, are you even a nice person? Because... I mean, people have been good to me. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Sorry, bro. I can't. I can't relate. I can't, I can't relate. They are. They are very, very scary people. But I. I don't. I do not make it my business to come in contact with those people or to mind those people that much. So there's also that is that you try try not to make sure make it that the people who are not necessarily the best people are the people who are taking up um property in your up. mind. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so the next question is, what was the most challenging part of this year for you? Ah. Uh, okay. Uh, before I go there, um, before I answer the question, you mentioned something about letter to Allah Jonah. I think that's a very nice one. Yeah. It was my friend. That. I got the idea from um Hamdala Sani, my friend. Nice. <laughs> very nice. It's very nice. You tell you 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 tell me more about it later. I like the yes. idea. Uh, just in case people want to know, let's let's tell the people. Let's let me explain okay. it to the people. Okay. Just okay. so that they can get something out of it. So the general idea is people journal, and some of these journals are just to express yourself. But let us to Allah kind of makes it makes builds a sense of closeness to Allah. And it's like you are telling, you're talking, it makes you have that stance of talking to God directly. And so when I write my letters to Allah, I start them with Ya Allah, Ya Rob, my Lord, so that it creates that sense of intimacy. And then I just, I start with the way that they teach us to pray, that you start by praising Allah, thanking him, and then asking for forgiveness. And so I typically start like that. And then I, I move to what I want to talk about. If there's anything that is bothering me, I say, Ya Allah, you already know, but I'm just telling you that this is really hard for me. Or I have something that I'm thankful for. And I say, yeah, Allah, you already know this, but I'm really grateful that this happened. Yeah, Allah, um, if I if I need anything, I need this thing. Just like you see what I did the day that they, they paid for me, right? I I knew that the money was a, a bit much when I ca- calculated everything. And I wanted, I didn't want to pay that money from my pocket, to be honest. And I just said that. And I think part of it is also being open to how Allah would answer your door. So I could have written that and, left my house thinking oh nobody paid for a session and i would have been sad and upset all through the day but some i met somebody who i'd never met before and i've not met this man after that day but he paid and so it's just being able to i think the general idea is being able to build closeness with allah and intimacy with allah and be able to say okay you are having direct conversations that are not as formal as regular prayers but just feels like something that you would do so just your regular journaling, but with the intention of talking to God. That's just what it is. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Nice. I, I mean, I love to, I love to, I love to um get on that with you too. Uh, does Amdala sell? Does, does she sell like the journal? 
like actual hard copy journals. She used to, yeah. but I don't think she does anymore. She used okay. to at some point. So you just use. I use my regular journal books. The first few times that you start, you might not be able to write anything, but after a while, you kind of get used to it. Sometimes it's overwhelming. Like the first time you start, it might be overwhelming. Like what down, tell God. But just think about it, like talking to a friend. And at this time, is a friend that is aware, a friend that is that actually has the power to actually help you for real, for real. So it's really nice. I think you should mention. I think you should mention Amdala's uh, IG handle, in case someone yes. someone listen to this and interested in you know. Oh, you know, my friend more. Um, you can find her on Instagram, Hamdala Sani. Very lovely. You should follow her, especially if you're a Muslim woman, especially if you're an introvert. You would find her page very, very. I think you're an extrovert. I'm, ex- I'm an extrovert. And she's my best friend, and she's very soothing to my heart. So. If you just like soothing vibes with a little bit of, you know, seriousness, you like her a lot. So, Hamdala Sani, um, you see it on Instagram. Calm Confidence Coach. If you try that also, you see her, it's come out. Calm Confidence. That's one of the things, um, the user handles that she uses. With. So, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, the so the next question part- is challenging part of the year. Yeah. Yeah, the most challenging part of the year for me was communicating. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. That's that's interesting. Um, I I struggled with communication a lot this year, and it's because I think early this year, I I I mean I've been let down a lot of times, and um, it's kind of so I thought I was okay, but subconsciously. It, mm-hmm. it it affected me. I was not. I think I was not paying attention to it. So, unfortunately, so it affected me. Like I was not trusting people. So it was mm-hmm. affecting my communication because in my head I'm like, okay, if I have com- if I have conversation with this person, when something goes wrong, they they're going to like turn around and use it to like insult me or come at me mm-hmm. come at me with it. So it I struggled a lot with it this year. I was not having enough. Com- I was not communicating enough with people. I was just there alone. Yeah. Like, I was going through it alone. I was, and I had no friends here. Because, you know, it was, it was, in the, I got in the middle of pandemic. My, I, I schooled online. So it was very, very hard for me. And I could not communicate with, I mean, my communicating, my communication was very, very, and it affected me a lot. It affected me a lot. But alhamdulillah now, it's, it's, everything is okay and um I think my communication has has improved within the last four months because the number of friends I have the last four months <laughs> <laughs> let me mention their names though. let me mention some of them. Uh, what's okay Shubham Shubon Shubham I don't know Shubon Poshpinda um who else who else so I've met, I mean, interesting people. Like they, they, they really, um, they, they make uh, they make the communication a lot easier for me. Yeah. And they're Indians. They're yeah, Indians. Well, I think that you you find you find community in the in the most surprising of places if you allow mm. yourself to try. Yeah. And if yeah. you do not let internal bias stop you i think you find you find community in very interesting places 
so my communication is it has improved and um, moving on i feel like i'm only i'm, I'm just getting started yeah just cracking the surface yeah, yeah. so that's so you i think my the, the most challenging part of the year for me is watching all my active plans fall apart <laughs> I think I think that that was it, and I talk about this on I talk about this on my page on Instagram. Um, if you want to find me on Instagram, I'm at becoming more with Dr. M. I would say that I, I it it broke me really is watching every single thing that I had planned or that I thought that w- was supposed to be like my plan. You know when you think that this is the plan and I'm not doing anything else. And that single plan or those sets of plans just fall apart. And it's like, why is this happening to me? What is happening? It's, it's like, you know, it's a different case. Like, why is this happening to me? It's even far. But, but the first, my first point of contact was, what is happening? And it's like, why is this happening? Can somebody explain to me why everything is happening like this? And it was really scary. I found this really, really scary. But I would say that now, like I said, which was the thing that I'm grateful for, is that I could see the, now in December, I, I can see the point and I can see what was happening. And I understand it much better now. But at the time, man, like I was crying. I was, I had given up on everything. I had stopped being excited about new things. I was just basically just existing in sadness and doing the barest minimum that I could. But then I found out that things actually do happen. And and it's like, I think the lesson that I would say that I took away from that challenging time is that you need to be able to realize that you cannot put your trust in plans, that you put your trust in Allah, put your trust in God. And when Allah realizes that your focus is in the wrong place, he redirects your focus wickedly. If that is what you yeah, need, I'm sorry. I'm sorry yeah. to cut you. That's the verse of the Quran that says, um, "And we plan, Allah plans, and Allah is the best of planners." Of planners, yes. So that's the best. Like Allah showed me that He is the best of planners, but in the most rude, rude awakening, shocking, crying in the midnight kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm gonna do that now. Like now, with hindsight, like I can, I can see what happened and what was happening, and I'm grateful for it. Even though it was hard, like it was really hard. I cannot even do. The, they call it spiritual bypassing. Is that something happens to you and then you God will do it the thing instead of facing the pain. And I would say that I, the pain was deep, was real, but now like I can see that okay, the pain wasn't in vain. But at the time and even now, like I still would not minimize that pain. It was a lot. It was a whole lot for me, but alhamdulillah, I'm in a much better place, and I can see the point, and I can see just how good everything is. Alhamdulillah. And uh, may you use it as an inspiration for your sins. I mean, I mean, that was also something I learned during that period. That I remember I had, I had spoken to an imam about it, and imam was telling me that was just reminded me that when I prayed about what I was feeling, I could I could actually pray to Allah and say, Yeah, Allah, this thing is hard. And I am using it to seek that after all of this is done, 
that the things that come after it are really good. And I didn't even know that you could do that at the time. And so that also gave me a lot of comfort that I could actually like use this as like use the pain as a source of like asking for things from Allah. And that kind of helped me also in that period. So yes. If you are going to do something like that. I funny enough, I have a class that is I have a class in January. I think it's first or second week in January that is supposed to talk about um just the stories that I had for this year and the lessons. So what I learned and what was happening, what I learned and how to move forward with that. And that should be first or second week in January. I I've, I've not decided when yet. Nothing. So, Let me know when you decide. Alrighty. Okay, so um next question is if you could change one thing that happened this year, what would it be? I think you should go first. Or I would I say that as let me, let me answer as part of the last point that I answered. I would say that I I I wish that I wasn't so sad. Or that I wasn't so like I wasn't so uptight and sad about the things that were happening. Because maybe I might have experienced more things. But of course you actually I did not they like the things that are supposed to happen when the things that happen. So it's not like as if you can technically <laughs> say so that. We are oh, humans. We're humans. Uh, you definitely feel, you know, we are humans with emotions. So when yeah. things happen, you don't want to feel bad. But eventually, you feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> at, the end of, at the end of the day, we are humans and we have emotions. We have blood flowing through our veins. Mm. So sometimes it can't be helped. It's a part yeah. of like human, human distance. So it's it's not help to you to you know maybe like it's not help you to 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 snap out of it as soon mm. as you can. But the fact yeah. that when something happens, you won't feel a little bit sad or. I mean, I don't know how it happens, or maybe because you know my taqwa is not enough. Come on, like I'll ask you. But I feel like to an extent, it's a it's a normal human nature. Mm-hmm. Like when bad things then happen, you tend to like feel sad. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. you're like oh, breathing, breathe out. Okay, relax, calm down. But eventually, mm-hmm. one thing I've realized is that Allah always comes through eventually. Yeah. You always know, like, I mean, which of the favors of our Lord are we going to deny? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely yeah. not. So, yeah. All right. So yeah, your turn. <laughs> uh, my answer. If I could change one thing that happened this year, what would it be? My answer would be very, very sentimental. In the sense that, if I could change one thing that happened this year, what would it be? Nothing. Let's see. Everything because, happened perfectly. Not because anything <laughs> happened perfectly. You know, you know this year. You know and I know this year. God saved great part. Ah, yeah. A major one. And um it was not it was not my plan. Yeah, yeah. But me changing one thing that happened this year, what well, nothing. Because I'm 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 this kind of person that I have this mindset, I have this very funny mindset that whatever happens. It's part of the journey, whoever I meet, it's part of the journey. So it's just like I always feel like if I take something out of it, it might yes, end up happening. That journey. Yeah. So I feel like whoever I meet in my life or 
whether they do something good to me or they do something bad to me, they are no the pain has been lifted and, and the ink is dried. So it has mm-hmm. been part of the journey that at this particular point in time I am going to meet this particular person and having that kind of mindset it it helps me to to endure things. That okay, at this particular point if this person okay uh it has been written that this person I would only meet this person and this person would be in my life for this limited period of time and something better would definitely come. Or yes. if someone did something wrong to me, okay. That's the reason that at this particular point in time, this person will move like this, you know. I don't want to use a bad word, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's just it, basically. Um, if I were to change anything, nothing. Because I mean, it's not part of the. It's not. It's, it's part of the grand plan. Yeah, 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 and um, it's, it's not part of the journey. So nothing, um, nothing, 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 nothing. I mean, um, if I pass cross, if I pass cross this year, and somehow you're not on, the, on a good term, or like I mean, you're just supposed to be a, like, like a wind. <laughs> yeah. Like just like a wind, like you know, I pass cross briefly. We might have impacted our lives. I mean, the most important thing is whether you pass cross with someone briefly or the person is there for a long time. The most important thing is that. You impact the person, the person learns from you, and you also learn from the person. Yeah, that's it. You learning, learning, or learning, we learning. That's just it for me. Moving on. Next question is What are the three most important things that you learned this year? Um, number one, number one, number one. Ah, yeah, yeah. I hope my. I hope my future this is not hearing this but it is have changed. But the number one thing I learned this year is that I used to feel myself that my food is good, it's not that good. Ah <laughs> it's not that good. And tell you, I used to be like, Hey God, hey God, how will I eventually how did you come about the fact? How did you find out that your food is not good? I'm, I'm hey, curious. Is it that you started tasting your food? I am. You know, when you are cooking something bad, like you're hitting in your face. I mean, like, you're not like, okay, because that's the only thing you're hitting. You'll be like, okay, I want that. Maybe we are good. But that, you know, hello. But I lived with someone. <clears throat> I lived with someone. And the first person I prepared, the first time I prepared this soup like this, it's still like this. Like, hey, what was this? So I know she can't eat this. <laughs> ah. So I don't know if my skill was bad or maybe she has a special way of cooking it. Eventually, she does have a special way of cooking. I think she I does. Think, I think she. I don't think it's you. It's not you. It's her. Okay, let me it's put you. it this way. She's. I think to an extent, I feel like she has OCD. She's selective. It's it's, I think some people. Some people have that. I don't think it's your cooking. And Maya Jones, but she can cook. She can cook. Don't mind that. <laughs> and I feel like she's one of those people that it is very, very, very. It is almost impossible to impress her. Mm-hmm. She's one of those people. So like, you would, I think, you would need more people to verify whether you can cook or not. I think you would need I, I more think, people. I just think I can cook. I think okay, Daya, you if you're listening to this. Daya has eaten my Indomie before. <laughs> Daya has eaten my Indomie before. If you are listening to this, I mean, you need to count to let people know. Who are, who are the people that have eaten my food before? 
um eat one you have eaten my food before i mean i think i've eat. eaten your food before and i didn't see any problem with it my you see you see i think my food is not the problem i think it was the person which was one can you yes. it's not you it's not you with this few points of heart, I hope we have been able to convince. <laughs> oh, yeah, say your second point, please. My second one that I learned. Uh, what was the question again? The three most important things that you learned this year. Uh, number two, patience. Like I said, I live with someone that is very, very hard to impress. So sometimes when I do so, like basically you can do something, you're doing it like she taught you how to do it, and you are doing it the same way she said you do. And so much, so much, there's still be complaining. So a lot of patience, like I mean, I have to be extremely patient, extremely patient. And uh, the third one, the third important thing that the important the third one I learned in this year is okay. So have fun. I mean, I want to just have fun because this year I spent larger part of, larger part of this year brooding because I miss my family. I don't have friends here and all that. But next year, my dear, my dear, my dear, it's going to be fun. You are taking CA by the storm. Oh, Marcy, you are not even ready for me. You're not ready for me, so... One other thing I learned this year is to have fun. I mean, because this woman here, yeah, the next year gone. So that's it, basically. Um, so you? Okay. Yeah, so me, I'm coming. I just forgot the question. Okay, three important things I learned this year was, like I said, overarching message, let go of control. Um, okay. And just allow, allow life happen the way that life wants to happen sometimes it's like you will not die unless really? it's your time to die you won't die so there's so there's that the other thing that i will say that i learned this year is that people have so much capacity for good like people can actually be like be good if they have the guidance especially people who intend to be good like people who see that maybe there's a problem and they want to actually genuinely change like that part of them or they want to work on that part of them like people can if they are committed to it i learned that i learned to see like the humanness in people another thing that i learned this year which is probably going to be like super cliche is that i love luxury i love the good life i love i i love to live in a place that is well ventilated has extra um if it needs heating it has heating if it has needs an ac it has an ac the food is good electricity is fine like the the, the beds are soft scented candles everywhere like that level of luxury like the car is sleek somebody is opening the car door for me i i'm closing my i'm telling like i i learned this year that's that Basically, you you love the stuff like you love the baby girl life. Yes, and you know before before I probably might have been feeling somehow saying it and describing it to this extent because I would be feeling like people would judge me. But please people, judge people me. Would say, people would say you are materialistic. 
see, I, I somebody said that to me yesterday that why am I material? I am materialistic. I am. So it's not even luxury, baby. Every girl, it's not luxury. That like, like the basics. Exactly. You see, you see, I've not even gotten to the. I'm still at the level one of the life I'm even going at. I'm thinking this things. I'm get. I want to get to the level where all of because, this will now become normal to me. Because AC, where there should be AC, soft bed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I feel like I feel like you are dampening yourself. I feel that's thank why you. You see, thank I you. Like so I, you know, I, I want to wake up and have things taken care of. It's like I, I just like I don't have to worry. I that's in, now with my full chest, I can say those things because I feel like at some point I began to feel like maybe it was a it was a bad thing to say these things out loud. But now that I'm saying it out loud, I feel like it's easy for let me give you an example. This is just side gist. At the beginning of this year, I said this whole thing where I was telling people that my husband is a wealthy tech man. And I kid you not. The the men, all the new men that I met this year have tech <laughs> affiliations. I'm not married to any one of them right now, but trust me, I know somebody. I met somebody who was into AI. I met somebody else who was into cyber. Who's into cyber security? I met somebody else who is into data science. I met somebody who basically wants to own build something that is similar to Andela. <laughs> As in, I when I put it out there, my has a man boutique. I mean, like I meet people. I love to meet people, right? I re- I, I enjoy meeting people, and so yeah. So I mean, like just because I said it out loud that I wanted a wealthy tech man, like different types of tech men were coming my way. So now I'm saying it outside now so that everybody can hear it, and Allah will know that I am serious. That I just I want I I'm I'm looking and seeking for a very luxurious lifestyle. So that's the, that was the third thing I learned this year. It wasn't as deep as you thought I was going to be, but I'm sure that this is blessing you. So I'm going to put my account number for work where at the end of this. Let me say something. Maybe someone might hear this. I think one of the one of the greatest service we do to ourselves as women is is dampening ourselves or dampening what what we want in life. I mean, it's not it's not it's these things are not luxury. Yeah. These things are they are normal things. They are basic things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe my view about life is different new. I don't know. But these things I mean healthy for ventilation, good ventilation, normal yeah. no these things are not luxury. They are like the normal thing. So as a woman yeah, I'm going to tell you. Be materialistic. Please, it's not. This it is. It's not. It's not even being materialistic. Me, my own understanding of materialistic is, okay, now you don't want to work or like nothing. You don't even if you don't want to work, self. Me, me, my definition of being materialistic is, let's say now, you 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 have the normal basic stuff, and you now want only men that maybe they earn they earn a billion, like billion dollars and all that. For my M, is that also such a bad thing? I think that's no, the, that you see, bad. I feel like the term no, materialistic. It's, I, I just like the, the okay, I'm sorry, I'm going to say this. I feel like the men, the term materialistic is, is, is BS. 
Yes, that was what I was about to say. That I think I that materialistic know. is a term that broke us. Sorry, that's no, broke I mean, men. Broke men is actually. Let us people say it like that. I am. They cannot be told. They can't beat us. Broke men is the word. See, there's this thing. There's no big deal in having a standard. There's no big deal setting yes. a standard. One no thing I will offer anybody, however, that has those kinds of standards is that you have to accept that you you may not quickly find such a person, especially if you are not in an environment that has that type of person easily. So you cannot be living in a certain type of neighborhood and not upgrade yourself to another neighborhood and think it will be easy to find somebody at that standard in your old neighborhood. You might need to put in the work. The kind of person you are, the kind of person you are, the way you like, the, the kind of person you are, the way you um the way you present yourself with the kind of, the kind of people that you meet and yes. where you where you walk to where you go to where you go to network is very important yeah. and so you, you cannot be saying that you have billion, lifestyle you cannot say you want a billion something thousand dollars and yeah and, and you know you are doing no cash up here i mean what god cannot do does not exist but how yes. do you guys do that on the, i feel like I feel like people that say people that call women materialistic are, uh, you know, they, they have inferiority complex. Yes, they and don't have money. They don't they have, have they can't offer you that lifestyle and they are making you feel bad that they can't offer it to you. You know what, Mariam? I think that let's bear off a bit, just because this is something I'm very passionate about. Look, <laughs> especially if you especially if you are a Muslim woman. I am Mar- ah. just in case you guys don't know what's happening, right? Mariam and I are recording with our phone and we are looking at each other on our laptop screens. But I'm sure that Mariam can see that I'm not looking at her because I'm facing the speaker of my phone so that you will hear me loudly and you will hear me clearly. Now, if you are a woman, what betides you that you know the kind of lifestyle that you want to live and you go and settle for less than that? Because it's going to be very, very problematic. The moment, you know that Islamically now, for instance, it is the rep- responsibility of a man to take care of you and to have all your, your care in his, in his, under his own care as his responsibility. Now, if that man is in a certain tax bracket, you can't force that man to do more than he can. It would be very wicked and inhuman of you to stress that man more than what his pockets can afford. So your best bet is to look for somebody that is in that tax bracket or make money in the tax brackets that is in your life in, that you like by yourself. But to look at a man and think, "Oh, I have my own money. Nothing is going to happen to me. I'm okay." I think that it's a very, very wrong way of looking at. It. It's good that you have your own money, and it's good that you have your own money um, in a place that the other person also has the kind of money that can take care of you. I'm going to say that again. Look for somebody that they are, if they if they put you in their tax bracket, you will not be uncomfortable. And so, for instance, now, there was, that was something that happened to me this year, is that I actually did meet somebody who I felt like was a genuine person, and it was really good, and it was good to me. But I looked at it that, ah, the work that this uncle is currently doing versus the lifestyle that I want to live is not, it's not really much. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a very reasonable person, yeah. And I knew that, if I was mar- if I said I would marry this uncle, I'll be super stressed because I would feel like I did not do the best that I can. 
And I will not be able to say that the man should do more than he can. So I said, okay, let me just be single. Because it's, it pays me. And it pays everybody that I'm single. And I'm in somebody's house and I'm feeling bad. So if you're a woman here, and you know that the lifestyle of the person that is toasting you is not really matching the lifestyle that you are dreaming about. Maybe if the person is super fine, that the person that is, is, is a good person, so maybe, and you are in love, maybe love is going to be able to blind you. Okay, a bit. But okay, if you know that is, you are in... Love if you know that, yes. If you know that, see, me, I don't think love is a. Me, I don't think it's enough. But just in case your own love is that strong, maybe it will work for you. But, but for the rest of the people that just meet people, especially if you meet people like in an Islamic way, they introduce the two of you, and you're just you, you're okay with this person, and you know you can marry them. Make sure that they have the kind of money that is going to make you happy because money is important too. And if and if they don't even have that kind of money, let's it be that their lifestyle. I think even beyond money, yeah, is lifestyle because some people have money but they don't want to spend it; they just want to hide it. Now, if that's not the kind of life you are looking for, don't marry that kind of person if they have money. But look at that person's lifestyle. Look at the kind of things that that person is drawn to. The kind of people that the person compares themselves to. The kind of people that the person aspires to become. Does it match the kind of life you see for yourself? And this would also mean that you're actually seeing a kind of life for yourself. So if you're the kind of woman that doesn't see anything for herself, then maybe it's time to start sitting down with yourself and, and asking yourself what kind of life do you aspire to. So that's the end of my rants and TED Talk. Please take it seriously okay. because I tell people this all the time. Yes. Um, let, me I am... let me add something eh? to that. Let me add something okay. to that. You know, and uh, funny enough, we have, we have on this, because, you know, we are Muslims. And um, we don't really know much about so we are going to be talking about our Muslim brothers and sisters. <laughs> so um, you know, we have some guys too. Or let me say some brothers that they know they look at you like this, they know that okay, this girl has a standard. This is the level this girl is on. This is what this girl aspires to be. Mm. For some reason, they will walk up to you. And then they'll be like, okay, fine, hey, blah, 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 blah. and the moment you you accept, I, or maybe you are you are the like um brink of accepting. Mm. They be like, some of them be like, um, you have to come low, you have to come lower, you know, you know what I'm saying, so that you can. Be, I mean, is that not silly? Yes. It is, That's. I feel, I, feel, I feel like it is very very selfish and silly. That's because, why the women need to take agency for their actions, and you know that's what I said. Look at that person's tax bracket. I mean, Can you realistically yeah. join that person's tax bracket? I just feel like because it goes both ways. I just feel like it goes both ways. Like if you know for the for the men, this is for the men. If you know that okay, fine. This is your like you said, this is your like your tax your tax bracket. This is what you can afford. Just I mean, go for women within your tax bracket. You don't have to start making women who are outside the tax bracket feel bad that okay, maybe they don't have taqwa, they don't have iman. Or they don't have no, don't do that. That is emotional blackmailing, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to mm-hmm. do that. Or religious mean, blackmail, religious blackmail. I mean, there are plenty of fishes in the ocean, and exactly no do. So you know, it doesn't have to be that human. Please, it doesn't. Don't don't make people feel bad for their own decisions. I mean, it is their life. It yeah. and eventually people have to do what makes them happy. They're not. I mean, they're not. And and as I said, they're not like eh eh eh. 
for the english people the sister is already getting old that's what mayam just said i don't don't understand like it is very very annoying and i don't know the people that are saying that you are getting old i think that that's another thing right the people that are saying that you are getting old they are also old and one of the things i found out this year oh sorry let me mayam just hold on one of the things i learned this year that i found super interesting is that the older men get, if they don't have money, the less anybody wants to marry them. You see, when I learned this, I was shocked. It's, it is something that, I don't know if Mariam has noticed it, but the older a man gets, and he doesn't have a certain level of money, women instinctively look at him like, if he's this old and he's still at this level, at what point is it supposed to get any better? And so they're no. like, no. So that is just it. I think I, I feel that way too. I feel that way too because I'm always like, okay, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so I I'm sometimes I feel like maybe I shouldn't be thinking that way. Yeah. Because but the facts like, are the facts. I feel like maybe I shouldn't be thinking that way because um eventually uh, there's no age limit to achieving things in life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some people start early. Some people, some people achieve things early, and some people achieve things like maybe like their middle years, like that thirties and all that. So, I'm, I'm, I, I try. My mind goes there, but mm-hmm. when my mind goes, I just like, I just try to like bring myself. Okay, Mariam, don't do that. Don't do that. But what is considered tax bracket? Still, are you willing to enter that tax bracket? Whether they are old, whether they are young or not, are you just willing to enter that tax bracket? And no. there's nothing wrong. One of the things that I love about this conversation is that for me, like people would hear me talk about money, talk about lifestyle, and they are thinking, oh, this sister is just talking about money and lifestyle. But because for me, character and deen, character and religious values are yeah. they are not negotiables, they are not even on I'm not even having a conversation with you about marrying you if you don't have those things. And so I'm thinking about the other things that come in that make me more inclined to do this with you. And your tax bracket, I'm going to announce very gladly with my full chest, is a huge part Maya. of it. Maya, Maya. And it's a, Maya, so men have, so men are in debt. And mm-hmm. it is very annoying that these men, you know you're in debt. And you are you are you are not even you're not you're not coming out clean to the person yeah. you want to marry. Does that make any sense? If you start hearing soft stories that like, okay, what's going on? Do you guys even think like I mean you have to come clean so that let people know what they are getting into? It is just very annoying. I'm not even gonna lie, very annoying. So okay, okay. So we spent do you were you saying something? I was gonna tell that we spent one hour. I think we should answer the last question and end this podcast. We've already okay. We've okay. done enough uh, medically <laughs> violence for okay. this particular episode. It started very calmly, but it's quickly escalated. <laughs> oh, don't worry, don't worry. Um, what's the last question? Oh, um, okay, we can choose between two questions. I have one here. Um, when you consider the rest of your life, what percentage of what you've learned this year do you think would be useful for you? On scale of hundred, with hundred be the highest. Yes. I'll say ninety nine point nine. Because me, me, me too. 
me too yeah. i think every single thing this year that has happened is super instrumental to my years to come especially yeah, because yeah. of the peculiarity of what i learned i think that it's so important that i learned these things now especially because you're not and another thing is, another thing is it's just like me standing on my own yes i've learned to like, i've learned to stand on my own this year you know the previous years i've always you know oh i start and when i stand you know my dad hold me hold my left hand my mom hold my right hand my brother yeah. hold my so it's just like well this year i've learned to like stand alone so yeah. for the rest of my life it will be very useful because so help me god i feel god helps me i continue to like be independent and stand on my two feet gallantly amen it's like a big girl yeah you know you know the vibes <laughs> i mean you know i'm even me said me i want to be going on vacation i need money See, plans, plans that's the vacation. life man that's the life at least two vacations a year that's life. You, can plan, you can plan your life if it's possible to have a life where you are on vacation all through it's also my, possible my, 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 what's the big deal during winter like this I carry my bag and leave this place to where the, where the weather is good Puerto, and after when I come back to Puerto Rico my dear what's, to is, Los is Cabos <laughs> is it too like, much is no. it too much I'm not the nation no. of love view, but this, this, that one that you said is not. They're just basic needs, my dear. That's so, what, I mean, you need to rewrite it. That's not yeah. luxury. So, you see, you here you have it. They're basic things. They're not luxury. And so nobody should make you feel bad for wanting those things because at the end of the day, those things are they're important to living a good life. And anybody, best... anybody, anybody that wants to make you feel bad about it, open the door for the person. Let them get lost. You know, let him get lost. Like it's a different case when somebody says to you, but I can't afford that right now. That's a different case. But when somebody says to you, how can you want that? That's the tripping. They're trying to get trip you to like that's the want problem. Want to I mean, that's the problem. It is no, 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 no. That okay. Oh, uh, I I don't think I can afford this now, but moving forward. Oh, you know, but when people try to like make you feel bad, how can you work that? Are you not supposed to be a sister? And what we are I mean, I like to do asceticism, but not with. I mean, it is good to live a yeah. good life. That I don't do asceticism with that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, with this yeah. few points of mine, I hope I've been able to convince you <laughs> and not confuse you that I want a good life. I want to live a baby girl life. Exactly. I don't want to Thank you. And if you can't yeah. do that, please don't even come. My way. I mean, please thank you and God bless. Thank you. All right. So, thank you guys for vibing with them and them. We have come yeah. to the end of this episode, our first ever one. Do write us, you know, send us feedback, whether me, whether my, the other Mariam. Um, if you have questions that you'd like us to address, you can send us questions. We we'll absolutely do our best to answer the best way that we can. If you want to find us other places on social media, you can find me at Becoming More with Dr. M on Instagram. That's my most active um, social media space. Mariam, where, where can they reach you? Uh, I'm kind of weird. <laughs> I'm kind of Mariam weird. doesn't want to be reached. Is that what you say? <laughs> yes, I, but, but this is the thing. I'm going to open an Instagram 
I'm going to open an IG page for Vibe with Eminem. So if you okay. have a question for me, you can you can just drop so it you can reach Mariam on on that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. So thank you so much for listening to us. Just sit and talk about the year, and then dissolve into huge rants at the end. Um, we hope to see you guys on the next episode. Inshallah. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Do share share our podcast with your friends, with people you want to throw shade to. With, you know. <laughs> If, if you feel like you have said something that somebody needs to hear, you can send them the podcast. Don't worry. Like we said, they can't do anything to us. Basically. I mean, they cannot be tough. So, I'll, I'll keep doing our stuff. Money and evening after. Uh, exactly. You know. You know. I was very As I said, they can't do anything to us. I, wrote, I said the evening last under my breath because nobody should come for me. I do not fight. Yeah, the evil eyes really low. We need to be doing our money and evening after. And we love the feedback. Thank you so much. We love you all. Bye. Bye.